Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life, Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. And welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, peeps, with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. I, every time I do the intro, I need to look away from the screen because you just make me laugh. Like, I can't. I can't with you. I just, I love how many times you say peeps. And I feel like one of these days, like maybe for our our anniversary. I need a t-shirt. Yeah, that just says peeps. It says, welcome back, dental peeps. Like, that's all I want. Yeah. That's my journey. And it's, and it's like actual peeps, like, do, you know, the candy I'm talking about, like yeah, the Easter like candy. Yeah, like little Easter chickens. Yeah, that's it. That's too funny. That's it. That's what we should do. I'm, so I'm in good. for that. I am in. Where, Hi, where in the world are you? You have, like, there's a ETN letters on the wall. I don't know what that stands for. There's, like, a weird, like, grass. Seashells. Oh, yeah. There's, like, grass in a vase. Is that like mm-hmm. is that like mm-hmm. beach grass? It's, it's the new decor thing everybody's doing. Yeah, my nose I'm is itchy in- just looking at you. Like my allergies are <laughs> acting up. Like what is happening? Where in the world is Katrina? I am here in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh. I'm visiting Dale's family. Okay. Um, and uh, his family lives here. in Florida. So, well, no, they, they primarily live in Ohio, but okay. Dale's grandma has a, a timeshare down here oh, in Fort okay. Myers. Okay. So As we're one's here grandma visiting would. Grams and she's got this amazing, we're, um, she's got a condo and I'm looking out right now, Dale's outside just sitting on the patio and like the water's right here. And it's, oh, I mean, it's just nice. absolutely beautiful. So, you know, it's amazing, but also I realize like gingers really shouldn't be in this kind of weather because I have gotten so much sun. You're very red. And my, <laughs> and my have you seen that friends episode where Monica's hair like gets bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger throughout yeah. the, like, I don't know yeah. where they are, like yeah. Hawaii or Barbados yeah. or something. Ha- Hawaii. And he was going to propose or something. That's and there right. was like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Happened. yeah. Yeah. So like my hair just keeps getting bigger and bigger, but, um, so you no, kind of look like so Monica's good. hair and then Ross in the sunbed. You're like a combination <laughs> of the Gellers. <laughs> that is you. That's combination yep, of the Gellers. Yep. Okay. That's me. Yeah. So we're here for another day and then we zip up to Cleveland actually. Cleveland. Um, Ohio. Cleveland. For um, Dale's uh, friend is getting married, so oh, okay. we'll be up there. So yeah, it's just cool. you know zippity doo dying all over the country here, um, which is fun to pack for. Right when um, when Dale has insisted that I only take a carry on, so I'm getting really creative. Um, Why do you only need to take a carry on? Like, how are you supposed to do he's, any he's shopping? Very, I know. Why? Well, I, I know exactly. Yeah. So listen, Dale, so if you're listening to it. this, yeah, <laughs> I'll give you a piece of advice. Don't tell her what to pack, because if there she's go. gonna omit stuff, it's gonna be the cute stuff. That's right, right. And now I have to like, you know, overflow goes into his suitcase. It's like a oh whole no. thing. So, oh no, but it's Is good. It he it's doesn't good. want I'm you here. to like have to deal with like going to pick up your bags. Right, right. Got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. You know how that goes. I know how that what's goes. what's the scuttle? Over- and by the way, we're in the same time zone, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah. Okay. So when Holly proposed, we do this. I was like. I don't know if I want to make Katrina record at 6 a.m. Like, I'm up at 6 mm-hmm. most days, but, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, do this ungodly thing to her. And she's like, no, Katrina said it was fine. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, 
she really cares about our podcast. If she's going to get up at I six do. before I have to go to work and like record an I'm intro outro. Darn it. And then I find out, <laughs> I mean, you, you do care because you're on vacation and you're still on the thing. But now I find out that you're on the same time zone. So I don't feel yes. nearly as bad about making you have to be up that early. But oh, I, good. I'm, I'm glad I could make you feel better. I mean. <laughs> I'm so glad that I can make this all about you. (laughs) What's the scuttle over there? I'm seeing a little McChicken in the corner. There's a little McChicken. He's pissed like a grumpy cat. Yeah, he's a little upset. I mean, I don't know. He had this pouring rain here, so he. I don't know if anyone else's dog does this, but he doesn't want to go outside in the rain. Oh, everybody's dog does that. Is that a thing? Yeah, my, that's a thing. my other dog was different. My other dog would love the rain. He'd come back. He would be like soaking wet. I don't know if it was a schnauzer thing. But yeah, yeah, I think it's like the breed of the dog too. Okay, so yeah. Lou's very fluffy. I guess he doesn't like to get his fur wet like like his mother. And um, he's very bougie. I'm yeah. going to change the uh, vernacular to okay, he's very bougie. He's bougie. So he's a bougie <laughs> poodle. So he doesn't didn't want to go outside. So he, you know he has his schedule. So he did not meet the requirements of his schedule. Therefore, he was okay. incompetent going to bed. And okay. as you can tell that I had exams this week because I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah, it mm-hmm. demonstrates this, the skills of incompetence because he didn't have his yep. after, afternoon poop. Um, <laughs> so then this morning I wake up and I'm, I'm like ready to go. I'm like, I'm going to organize my desk at a stack of business cards that I was going to scan. I was going to send all these emails. And then there's a big fat poop on the ground and he peed oh, all over no. my plants. Wait, wait, your plants? Yeah, he peed on the like legs of the plant. Oh, 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 oh. So I was okay. upset with him. We had a talk, and now he's like folded in the corner. He avoided yeah, me he, all day. He knows he was a naughty boy. He knows. He knows. But it's his fault. He's I, mean, a I think I need to, like, I don't know, train him um, to love the rain. So every time it rains, I'm just going to put him on the balcony for like 10 minutes. I think that'll work, right? You're just like going to shove your dog <laughs> on the balcony when it's raining. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. That's actually I just a sad. That's actually a, okay. I'm terrible that I said that. There's actually a sad thing because like, there's someone that lives I don't know like three or four floors down from me and on the side of the building I have like a little corner unit and I can see this person. I'm gonna take a photo and send it to our Instagram story if anyone wants to see this. There's like nine thousand bottles of wine on this person's patio and like a little pee pad that is held up by four corners with four bottles of wine. And this person has a little dog that they let outside on the balcony to pee, and then they bring it back in, and there's just, like, wine bottles everywhere. This is what I would envision me to be like if I went through, like, an existential mental breakdown. Like, that's – Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Like, I can can feel her pain. in college – Yes. Had if, a if dog. I had money in college to have a condo in that apart in that complex. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what my patio would look like. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a photo and I'll put it on our Instagram story for, <laughs> for this episode because it's like, it's sad. It's very sad. It's Anyways, okay. Funny. Let's not talk about sad dogs because it's going to make me upset. <sighs> um, so what else is happening? That's it? That's all? Like you're you know, just like it, Yesterday was sunbathing? a National Puppy Day actually. It was. So, Did you see um, that we were featured by a wine company? What? Okay, no, so in I Canada, haven't. you can only buy alcohol from three entities. The LCBO, which is like the liquor bureau, whatever, okay. um, which has their own standalone stores. Um, you can purchase wine from a place called Wine Rack or like individual little wine only. You can only buy hard alcohol from the LCBO. Or some grocery yeah. stores have partnered with some of these like wine entities and one of them mm-hmm. is called the wine rack. They're like the biggest thing in, in since sliced bread. 
And when mm. we were moving, I had a, a – there's like a new wine out called Basque Wine. We're not sponsored, but we should, totally should be. It's called yeah, Basque totally Wine. It has like a variety of different types of wine, but one of them that I really, really like is a rosé and it has zero sugar. Yes, it doesn't taste as fabulous as the ones with uh, like 18 grams of sugar per liter. Mm-hmm. However – for the conscious human that I am so that I don't consume so much sugar because my body does not metabolize it well. I was drinking mm-hmm. that while moving and it was a really cute photo. Anyways, they picked it up and then yesterday they shared it as part of their puppy day as a photo so number one. So it was one. a picture of like Lou with a bottle of rosé yes. just like living his best little exactly. moving exactly. poodle life. It was Lou with a bottle Aww. of rosé. Let me try and find it here. Oh my gosh. It was gosh. me and just, Lou like, on the melt your floor of my closet with like all of my designer bags and shoes, but me looking like <laughs> super disheveled um, with a half drank bottle of uh, this wine, uh, drinking it out of a solo cup. So I don't know how to describe oh how fabulous this photo was. And there's it's like adorable. there's like a little trolley moving, like you know when you go to like a fancy oh, hotel. Yeah. So our our apartment condo, like when you have to move stuff, they give you these like fancy trolleys from like a fancy hotel. So that's what this looks like. Me a hot mess, but like my shoes in perfect order. And, and your drinking looking amazing. Lou with his greatest haircut with his longest ears. Um, so Poor yes, Lou. I will also the dichotomy of Lou's life. Like one day he's an Instagram star. Right. The next he's, he's shitting on, on the floor. Potted plant. <laughs> he's shitting on the floor because he doesn't like the rain. Whatever. Um, excuse you. I'm very disappointed. You never told me that you were starting a new podcast and I have to find out from oh. Instagram. <gasps> oh, yes. <sighs> Yes, what? I'm so excited. See, this so is what my- happens. I teach her the trade. I share <laughs> all of the insights. Hardly. And then she spins off no, and no. has another podcast with another human, her sister. So, like, we'll let that uh, my, go. It's my sister. I'll yeah. let that go. Yeah. Tell me. So, my sister, we started a uh, – we have a podcast, and uh, it's called Floss and Flip Flops, Things That Go In Between Teeth and Toes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> which oh my God. was kind of cute. Because my sister, for those of you who know, uh, she's a foot and ankle surgeon. So uh, it's a podcast where we talk about um, cool things around the oral systemic link. And I just think it's fun because I get to pick her brain about, you know, physician stuff. You know, hey, in your world, like, do patients argue with you about this? Like, what does that conversation look like? What are your Mm. challenges? And how do we really create a symbiotic conversation? Um, Of course, you know, her colleagues are actually really excited to listen to the podcast because- they want to hear on the dental side, it just like we don't, you know, what what goes on in there? Like they feel the same way about us. So do they? it's kind of a, a do new they way. really they really do they yes. even think about us? Like I feel like they don't even yeah. like there's no TV they, shows about like the things that happen no, in a dental no, office. Like, Grace Anatomy dental for dentistry. No, there should be. <laughs> there should be. It, it'd just be you and I yeah. walking around talking about fluoride all day. Um <laughs> No, it's it's a it's very interesting. They, they're very paint. curious because they don't get a lot of training on it in medical right. school, and so it's one of those things. I don't mean to say it's an ego thing because it's not a, a complete ego thing, but they're not trained on that, and so they don't really feel like they can they can kick up a seat at the table with us mm. when we start throwing down about some of the things that we understand about you know inflammation and bacteria and yeasts and all the things that we're educated yeah. on. So. It's actually really cool. And of course, with my sister being my podcast co-host, it's, you know, she and I have a very similar banter to, you know, you and I, which is just, it's, 
you know, some of the behind the kimono, so to speak, of being mm. on a podcast, it's really critical that you have a great banter and a That's great cool. relationship with your co-host. Yeah. You know, just it makes it so much easier um, for people who don't know. You know, Irene and I, we're not scripted. Like we just we, we're we not. Go. We oh we, no! <laughs> you know, we just hop on the mic and go, and that's where you know that's where the magic happens. And so yeah. you, you have to really have dynamic people that can share in a conversation like that. And so, cool. uh, and and that's a very special uh, chemistry, I think, between people. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited. We launched our first uh, episode, which is kind of an introductory episode. Um, talking about why the oral systemic link is important for us. And then month by month, we're going to unpack, um, you know, whatever the topic is for that month. Like, for example, um, we're a bit behind, but February will be coming up shortly. Uh, and February was Heart Health Awareness Month. So you're going to hear about heart health awareness in cool. that episode. Um, March is Nutrition Awareness Month. So you'll hear about nutrition in March and so on. So cool. it's super neat. Um, and uh, and we're just, we're excited to, to see what comes of it. If nothing else, it's just cool to hop on the mic with her. And, yeah, for sure. Uh, geek out on uh, medical content. So fabulous. Yes. I love that journey for you. Do you? I do. I really do. I look oh, forward to following along in the world oh, of flip flops and what goes between floss, your teeth. Floss and flip flops. Floss and flip flop. Floss. Is that a dorky it? title? Do you think? I mean, I wouldn't Is call it, it that, but that's you. Yeah, yeah. But we're we're both yeah. That's it. She and I are both kind of dorky. We're different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If are you saying you're so? Not are dorky? you? Does your is there like a a bit about it? Like in every episode, is there like a a bit about floss and flip like? You There's should do a thing. You should bit, do a thing you, where like, you hear, would you put it between your teeth or would you put it between your toes? And like each one of you comes up with an idea of like. <laughs> and it's like a, a thing, like salamander. Like a thing. Like, what would you do? Yeah. 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 Like a piece of like, I don't know, seared tuna. Like where would you put it? Between <laughs> your you teeth do? or between your toes? Which one would, would cause a bigger infection? Sea urchin. Te- yeah, teeth or toes? There you go. See, which one? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I will say you do get a nice insight to our childhood because we talk about, oh, no. you know, just some of the yeah. funky things that, you know, and, and we all have those, right? But um, yeah. it's, you, you get a nice little peek into the world of what it was like growing up as Katrina as Sanders. Katrina. Hmm. Awesome. Well, yeah. well, we have an episode. Okay. I'm, I'm excited for this. Um, you actually have no idea what episode this is because you hopped on the microphone whilst on vacation. Um, yes. and I'm assuming you'd like a song. Yes. And I don't even know. Okay. Let's see. I feel like, can we not, can we not go down the Irene rabbit hole though? (sighs) I just don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. I got an idea. Okay. I got it. I feel like every time that you do a song, it's like an, um, it's a you know that movie Memento? Yeah. Where he's got to like connect all the dots. All right. Let's, let's try this one. Okay. Ready? Okay. Wait, that's not the one. That's not the one. That's not the do one. Do you listen to that kind of music, no, Irene? No, no. Um, I 
No. Okay. No. Um, the operative I'm word trying. there is Pittsburgh. What about this one? Pittsburgh. Irene. Did we interview a... Pittsburgh hockey. Pittsburgh Was human. I, did I record this episode with you? Yes, you did. Pits- da, 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 a da, Pittsburgh human. Someone from Pittsburgh. Da, 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 that has a clothing brand. Da, 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 oh, da. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no. Caitlin from Dental Hygiene. Yes, she uh, did it. And the fan goes wild. <sighs> Here's yeah. what I want to know. What would you like to know? Um, Let me tell you. Slide into my DMs. Um, viewers out there, if you're on that journey with me of like how Irene makes those connections with people, because I don't know, my brain is just, I feel like we're, we're in alignment on a lot of things, Maybe but my your brain, brain just can't make those connections. Today. I think that's what it is. Yep. As I'm dancing yep. around. I don't know. Can you guys yeah. feel me dancing? Cause I'm dancing. She's driving. Yeah, this is good. I'm loosening really up good. my neck for the next you have some strong traps. 12 hours of hygiene today. Yes. Caitlin Ooh, from Dental Hygiene Nation. Oh, we interviewed this was a good her. She was like one of the yes. OGs, one of the originals that came on the podcast a couple of years ago when podcast inception happened. Um, <laughs> and now she's talking about, you know, some of the things around her rebrand. If you haven't listened to the first episode, I'll put like the link for it below, but mm-hmm. I think we mentioned in the episode what episode it is. So if you want to go back and listen to 1.0 and then 2.0, it's kind of like a continuation of the struggles that she had back then with like yeah. branding and um, how to do marketing right. And she kind of talks about how her brands developed. And I mean, there's a lot of really interesting things that could be adapted to a variety of different peeps. It's not just, you know, dental hygiene nation stuff, but um, life lessons with Caitlin. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I think she, it's, it was a really great, you know, great way to see the behind the scenes mm-hmm. about what, what really goes into the, the putting, putting this together. You think they just slap it together and print it on a t-shirt and it's done. And it's like, Oh no, 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 no. There's so much that goes into it. There's a lot of failures that happen with any product that comes out. And like some of those failures are pretty devastating financially, but uh, yeah. And, and, and branding wise, you know, like what, what happens when you put yourself out there and then the community is seeing this or they're experiencing a less than ideal or less than stellar experience. So yeah, I, I love it. Cool. You guys check it out. It's going to be amazing. We will catch you on the flip side. On the flippy flip. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. Peeps with your peeps, Irene and the very cackly Katrina. How are you? How are you? (laughs) Irene, I'm so good because because get this. So as of the I'm getting this this episode. I'm getting this. Happy February. Happy February. As of the recording of this episode, I am preparing to go to Napa next week. With my boo, which I'm so excited about. But I have to tell you what's so funny about this. I feel this. like that's where you always go. Like the, when you're telling me like I'm going to Napa, it's like, aren't you already in Napa? Like don't you just live <laughs> in Napa? Like that's so kind of Is you this to say. new? Like I feel like actually, I've heard this before and this is deja well, vu. Fun fact, I've actually never been to Napa. Wasn't I supposed to meet you're you in Napa that Dennis. one time? I know. Like this, it's so off brand for me to have never been to Napa. Yes. I've been trying to go to Napa since like the world fell apart, like trying like desperately and I cannot get there. So mm. finally we have like, we're going to go. It's like Valentine's Day weekends. It's going to be like amazing. Right. But he's got a caveat. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm super excited. <laughs> Irene. So I'm super excited to go. Irene. And he's like, babe, I'm taking you to Napa. It's going to be amazing. But I have one rule. And I was like, okay, what's that? And he's no like, wine. <laughs> no, he, no, he's like, he would never say that to me. He goes, <laughs> um, my one rule is you cannot wear any t-shirts that have teeth on them or advertise a toothpaste or <laughs> he's like, no, no. That's a hard tooth. no. That's going to be no a hard no t-shirt. for me. Yeah. You're that in is going to be a hard area. no for well, me. Like, I think what he means is like what I typically wear to bed. <laughs> just like I've got the like just also what I wear to work and aisle. school <laughs> like, and the grocery store. I understand, yeah. sweetheart. When we go on a romantic trip to Napa, I will leave the tooth Leave the dental behind. Be a normal person. That's our caveat. The humans humans here are are hearing this lovely voice in the background. Ladies and gentlemen, coming back for a part part two. I guess it's not really a part two. It's just the second time we've interviewed you. Second Um, chapter. My friend, second chapter. Um, my friend, my love, my beauty, Caitlin, aka Hi. founder Woo-hoo. of Dental Hygiene Nation in yes. the house. Hi, how ladies. are you? I am good. I am 30. I chopped my hair off and I sprained <laughs> my wrist. So here no, I am. No, <laughs> the that's, trifecta. That's great. Yeah. The you boss know, babe trifecta. At yep. least she only chopped off her hair. I've been trying to get Irene to stop trying to shave her head for like two years now. It's, it's as you can tell, I've been wildly successful at it. But it's it's been a it's been a trip. She's I'll long. Tell you. She's getting She's, long. She is long. The She's furs are getting, getting long. Furs are getting long. I like it, Caitlin, my dear. Welcome we have so much to talk about. Okay, oh so God, first so of much. all, let's take let's take a moment to talk about the last time we were on a podcast together. It was January thirty first. 2019 so oh my god like to the day like, to, I almost to how... the day yeah almost to the day so I'm, I'm scrolling through our episodes and it was you were episode number eight so you were right at the beginning of when yeah. the podcast launched and I think you and Whitney at the time were in the same place you were at a board prep yeah, and we were in Chicago and, in a hotel yeah, room. It went on, in a we hotel were room, sharing, recording on one headphone. You <laughs> so were sharing, sharing a headphone and one microphone. Yeah, it's nice and grassroots. <laughs> definitely, definitely not um, social distancing at all. <laughs> no, actually, that was right before. Wait, did you say 2019 or 2020? 2019. So it was a year before. Okay. All yeah, because we world got one board season in, and then COVID, COVID hit. That was that one. So I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great, so that great. was. So that was that. So back then, a lot has changed in the world of dental hygiene nation. I mean, you guys just did a Hell rebrand, yeah. which I want to talk about. Uh, you launched a subscription box, which also was not a thing back then. Uh, oh, your yeah. team grew. You got a new office. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about like. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've had the back seat, but also kind of like the front seat of seeing all this go down and like us chatting and chit chatting and texting. And I mean, yeah. it's kind of cool to observe it, see it all happen and like know a little bit of the behind the scenes, but not even close to like the oh, day to day. I can't um, wait for you so, to come to Pittsburgh one day. One day I'll make it to Toronto and one day I you'll know. make it to Pittsburgh and we can. We will so I feel day. like I've, I know you so well, both of you. I feel like I know you so well, like from going to ADHA or under one roof and like dancing on the dance floor. And then, oh my gosh, but we've actually yeah. only seen each other a handful of times in person, but 
it's yeah, just yeah and we got you know, to go on a mission trip together i guess i think that was so the last fun. time i saw you i think so mission too because that yeah. was right before covid too. That was yeah. literally mm-hmm. right before COVID. Mm-hmm. So let's do the thing because so we've got a different like routine of how we do our interviews now. They're a little yeah. different. Before we get to the like what's happening today, we want to do a little bit of the behind stuff. And for those of you that didn't listen to episode eight when we first interviewed Caitlin, uh, it's called um, because girl bosses are everywhere. Caitlin DHN in the house. That's the episode. We'll Cute. link it below so you mm-hmm. can like go back to that first episode and and listen to Caitlin and and I and Whitney. And it was really a really cool episode. Let's do the way back playback. Tell us a little bit about you. Like, did you always want to get into dental hygiene school? Like, do you remember what what were you like as a child? Were you like the creative kid? Were you the troublemaker? Did you play in the band? Katrina always wants to know if you played an instrument. I'm always curious about that. Okay, I think I she played the the flute. What do you think? Hold on, Uh, wait. Do you think that she played? I think she played the flute or the clarinet. Dang it, that's what I was gonna say, Irene. Either the flute or the clarinet. We're too we're, we're too aligned, I feel. Clarinet. No. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> and then I quit before marching band. So I quit in high school to play volleyball. So oh, okay. my Those marching band geeks are so weird. Yeah, our <laughs> Whitney was in the marching band. <laughs> our marching band our was homecoming king and queen every year. So yeah, our marching too. band was super cool. Really? Was Hell it legit? Yeah. Oh yeah, they they dance. It look them up. It's called the Little Green Machine. We're like a super small high school, but they dance and do like dance routines while they play music without reading music. They're insane. Wow. They're really cool. Yeah. Wow. They take formations to a whole new level. Oh my wow. gosh, I love. I that feel like that's a, cool a big deal. Band. Alan Mead, a- our bestie and podcast friend of the Dental Hacks, um, former Dental Hacks, now it's just the Alan Mead Show. Um, mm-hmm his son is in the marching band he's like in the eighth grade and apparently like there's a whole ceremony and they have like caps and stuff and like there's hundreds of people in the marching band like it's legit yeah like people get scholarships for being in the marching band oh i'm sure so wait he's in marching band in the eighth grade going into high school like getting into yeah like they've already scouted him for the high school marching band oh my gosh is that a big deal yes i feel like that's a big deal that is a yeah, big deal. I mean, college marching bands are a big deal. So yeah, yeah. there really is are. like oh, a long term. Sure. It's like it's like yeah. the NFL of marching bands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, it is. Yes, actually, it is. So she plays so, the clarinet. Okay. So she plays the clarinet to play volleyball. I like it. Yeah, um, I also so- play the piano. Um, oh, I was the quiet, creative in like growing up. I had braces when I was a teen. And that's when I fell in love with dentistry because my dentist was also my orthodontist. So I only had to go one place and he had the Finding Nemo fish tank and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And he had a fluoride menu. Like it had all these, I felt like I was like at an ice cream parlor. So everything was just so fun about my dental experience that that was, he was my inspiration to fall in love with dentistry. And my sister went into dentistry. She's a dental hygienist also. So, wow. and then the creative side, I won, a, uh, I won, I always entered like art contests or like Christmas card contests. I was most artistic for my senior class Whoa. and I designed the, the senior portrait. The cover? Did you do the um, cover of the, of the yearbook? Not yearbook? the yearbook. I was on yearbook committee, but we do at my high school, they do a 
a featured portrait that represents the class each year and you enter in line one and then no way. you do like a t-shirt inspired by that too so I was doing t-shirts in high school even way back that's crazy wow that's so cool so then you went to dental hygiene school. Where did you go to school? Where did you graduate from? I went to West Virginia University. Uh, my sister also went there. So I already had like my foot in the door with, I knew all the faculty, program director. Wait, your sister's bachelor's. a hygienist? Yes. Yeah, she's four and a half years older than me. She actually just moved to Canada. So she's trying to be a hygienist in Canada here soon. She oh. she She's messaged me a few times and I was like, come and work for me. Yeah. <laughs> As I tell her, I'm like, when you're ready, she's like filing paperwork and all that stuff. But she did pass her Canadian boards. So that's exciting. Amazing. Yay. Yay. Go, sister. Um, Cool. So graduated and then what? Like, what was the bridge between – I know in dental hygiene school, you told the story before that in dental hygiene school, you were making Mm T-shirts. And how did that go from your basement to like where you are today? If there's multiple factors, multiple people and multiple multiple inspirees that kind of led me to where I was today, am today. It's not just a straight path, but the Twitter, I started the Twitter in college. The Twitter led to selling t-shirts on a website called screened.com. It's like a third party website where I would upload designs and they'd ship and pack for me, um, mm-hmm. like a drop ship. And then yeah. that grew... Um, just always kind of did it on the side as like spring break money and then graduated college, worked part-time as a hygienist next to a hygienist that opened my eyes that it's, you know, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? It's not all butterflies and rainbows. Is this where you see yourself? Um, so she really just made me think, what do I want? And I wanted I thought I wanted to go into sales. I'm more of a achiever. I like I like growth. I wanted to chase a promotion. So I thought, okay, let's try general sales. I'm new in the industry. I might be, you know, I think a sales company might want to work with someone who's young that they can morph into a salesperson. So mm-hmm. I went to a ton of sales, uh, I guess those, those job market things like over and over. And I didn't want to get into pharmaceutical sales, but no one was interested that I had a dental hygiene degree, which I know now, thankfully, that's so much different today. Um, Mm -hmm. but I ended up working for a copier company for a year. Um, so I was trying to get sales experience. I learned the corporate ladder. I did all the things. And then at my one year anniversary, I went full-time dental hygiene nation. And I said to myself, here's my dental sales job. Here's my, here's the promotions that I can chase. Here's the growth I can chase. And it's been building since 2011 on my Twitter page. So that's okay, kind so, of so sorry. Hold on, I, I, we, we got to take a step back because you just cruise through it, girl. You cruise through it, girl. Yeah. So I, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> they always do this. They're like blah blah blah, and then I started a business, and then here I am. So yeah. Okay. So this is this is like the real grassroots of what it's like to build a business. Oh you, yeah. Right. You saw this like niche, this thing that took this combination of all of these unique talents and desires. And I, I, I share this because a lot of our listeners, they feel like there's something within them that it's like, I love hygiene, but there's something more within me. And I, I don't know, I'm, do you ladies hear that a lot from people? Like they'll, you know, reach out on Instagram yep. or whatever. And so it's like, they feel that, but they don't know what that something more is. So yes. you, I mean, it, it sounds like it's a, it, it, 
when people share these stories, it's like, first I did this and then I did this and then I did that. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of squiggly in between there, right? Like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so what was it like or how did how did you feel when you were like, okay, so I have a dental hygiene degree and I'm going to leave hygiene to – you sold copiers? Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, I, I mean – what was that like? Like, okay, I'm, I'm literally like stepping out of my profession that I love so much. Did you know, like you were going to be getting back into dentistry eventually? Like what, what is that like in your head when you're doing something like that? Yeah, it was definitely, um, as I, I'm a, I don't want to come off as, you know, there's anything wrong with clinical. I just think it wasn't, I wasn't as excited to go to work every day as I thought I would be. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to listen to that, that little voice telling me something that, try something now, you can always go back to hygiene. So I, my thought process was, try this. If you hate it, the blessing of dental hygiene is you have, there is a dental office on every corner of every street that yeah. we have so much job security that we can try something fun for a few years. And that gap on the resume means nothing because it's a, it's like the only one of few careers that you can do that and come in and come out, obviously keeping your license active, yeah. but it was low risk. And I, I think I just was, you know, I'm, I'm young. And I want to try this now because I know if I try it later, I might never try it later. So that I is so crazy your, that like, yeah. that's so crazy that you said th- that opening a business was low risk. Whereas, yeah, I was just going to say, I want to hear yeah, about well, like, I let's just say not like the business, figure not the bit, skate. So, like she's just like triple axling over top of like yeah, the starting like, a business was low risk. Like, I, no, I, I get what part. you're trying to say. I know the what you're sales, saying. Like, I totally leaving get. the industry was to try because right. I wasn't planning on opening a business up until sure. I went full time dental hygiene nation. I thought it was just this like you know fun thing I do in my basin and I make a couple shirts for some dental offices and holidays and never thought it would be a full time job. Um, so, I, so I want to ask about that because yeah. Caitlin, you, you this is I, I don't know if you've heard this before, but a lot of people, when they have a side hustle, mm-hmm. it's really hard to make that transition from this is my side hustle into, okay, this thing that I've been doing after, cause you do it after hours, right? Like the side hustle is like, you're, you're like with evenings and weekends and like crying. Yeah. Like you're, you know, that's what you're yeah. doing. Right. So it's like the phone plan point, that used to use before where it was free on weekends, evenings and weekends. Just after like seven o'clock, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the idea being at some point you, you thought to yourself, I'm going to take this side hustle thing and, and I'm going to just deep dive into that full time. So the mindset that has to shift is this is no longer just a fun hobby mm-hmm. where I, I mean, and I, I will say that because we all love our businesses and we love aspects of our business, but you have to step outside of that love and go, this is not a hobby anymore. This is a mm-hmm. viable business. And so I have to look at it differently. And so what was that transition like for you when you then said, so now I'm going to take this thing that was a fun hobby of sorts and I'm going to, I'm going to just dive into it full time. That had to have been scary. What was that like? So there was actually one order that pushed me over to say, I'm going to do it. I made a little goal in my head. So as I said before, I was selling on a third party website, um, doing drop ship. And I found a printing as a heat press in my grandma's closet. My pap was a he loved collecting things. And for some reason, I already had a screen printing press. So Hmm. I had this piece of equipment, I knew the shirts were selling. And I, um, got shirts I said and I said to myself if I made a website and if someone buys one shirt 
I'm going all in. So if, if mm-hmm. you know t-shirts, you can't just make one shirt when you're making them in-house. You have to make yeah. a batch of them. Yeah, so right. this one order, I didn't promote it. I didn't post it at the time. It was just on Twitter. I didn't put it anywhere. I didn't advertise it. And someone emailed me, and I still have that order today. And I'll have to look up her name. But she said, hey, is this still available? And I said, I, I literally said to myself, I guess this is go time. And that's oh, when <laughs> the tipping point was because I, I, li- I like to dip my toe in the water before I go all in. And that was kind of, well, I have a customer to please that I don't have a choice anymore. So that was what the help I needed to say, there's no going back. I have customers that want this product. So, and then that order led to another order and that shirt led to another shirt. So and that's my biggest advice for if you're starting a business, just start with one thing. And then that customer yeah. will want more things and then they'll validate that thing. And it just grows. The one bite will grow and you you don't have to have this perfect plan. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, you just so Dental Hygienation, I guess, officially celebrated what are you, six years now? Five? So Almost five. Officially five. five. Yes. Five so that's five officially. years for my LLC. Um, yeah. That's when I officially went full time. Um, technically, I quit my copier job in uh, December of 2015, but then the LLC came in 2016. So that's, I like wow. to say that's the official birth, yeah. even though I was kind of doing stuff all along, you know, the overnight success over 10 years. <laughs> but sure. That's what it is though. Um, yeah. That's that's the thing that that I don't think and that's thank you so much for going on that journey with us because I think so many times people they they see the overnight success because all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, you've got a booth at RDH under one roof and like, oh, right. you've got all these followers on Instagram." And they think that it just appears out of nowhere and it's like, "No. Behind the scenes we're like crying in the shower, like laying on the floor, like, you know what I mean? Like there's oh, there's yeah. so much that leads to yeah. that." And <clears throat> so the the idea is you did. You started with something small. It was one order, right? And that yep. one order for you, now it's like you're so used to getting or you you fulfill all the time, right? So you're getting orders that are like pouring in and this and that, but it's like that one for you was that was the time. The first one is always the most like oh the most amazing. And it's like even even though like you've you've probably done so many orders, like you've turned off you've turned off the notification on the Shopify app at this point because it's like the ding, ding, it, there's ding. always yeah the cha-ching like makes you I think when we were on our dental mission we were both running a sale so we actually kept our <laughs> ringer on do you remember that we were getting ready for dinner and we were both I running a that. sale we left our phones on the bed and we, and we were like ringer on okay game time we were like getting dressed and it was like cha-ching cha-ching because <laughs> we no were one laughing else, like shared that love for that cha-ching before so it was so fun to hear yeah. someone else's cha-ching go off and share that moment because it's, it's like a little win surprising. it's like a little win and sometimes yeah. I don't even know if it's like we're reordering an item because something got lost, but I still hear the ching and it like it makes me happy. And then I look at it, it's like, oh, actually, it wasn't a sale. That was like a profit dollar. loss. <laughs> yeah, but it's still ching, which makes which, which somebody else's ching. Yeah, <laughs> uh, someone's package got lost because they didn't pay for shipping and they don't have shipping. But then it arrives like four days later, and now they have two of the same item. Congratulations to you! So it's like one of those like funny, funny moments. Let's answer some questions from Instagram. So I posted yeah, to yes. Insta today. Um, first of all, before we get into that, let's get into, uh, Dental Hygiene Nation recently did a rebrand. You changed mm-hmm. your logo, you changed your look, you changed your font, you changed your everything. And the last time we did an interview together, we talked about, you know, the struggles of being a business owner and trying to do it the right way. Um, incorporating, trademarking, like the cost of doing business, 
um, is, is difficult. And then, you know, we've got a lot of competition because everyone wants to start a business. They don't always know the right way. And my question is, was that one of the driving factors for your rebrand? Like what made you want to do a whole like shift? Yeah, this is also an interesting story. So I've been trying to hand off social my big, the big baby part of my business that I've built from the ground up. I had to say, I can't do it anymore. So I, uh, last year I was on the hunt to find social media help. Um, and first I had to find a photographer. It was, it was very hard to find someone that met our look and knew how to take pictures of apparel, um, versus food. All it's, That was very difficult. So I finally found a girl on TikTok, um, just reached out to her for inspiration and kind of guidance. I was at a standstill. I'm like, I feel like I can't find anybody. I wasn't even going to hire her. I just thought she was a great designer and social. She ran her social page really well. And then she actually said, like, I'm actually rolling out some social packages. Would you be interested? I'm like, oh, yes, I will. So then we got to know each other. Okay. So when you outsource social media, now, since it's such a new line of business, like, you can't get a degree in social media yet. So a lot of times when you outsource an agency, now you're seeing social media packages that say that they'll do X amount of posts per month for you at this going rate. Um, so sure. looking at the bundle of what, what she could do for me. And then she also, her bread and butter was doing logo design. She's like, what do you think about a rebrand and a logo design? I'm like, no, you know, I'm really just looking for a social media person. And she kept, she kept saying it. And then I, it kind of, she made me think about something that I never thought about before. So I just started thinking maybe it is a good time. You know, there is more competition. I feel the gold tooth wasn't able to be put on a lot of things. I feel that we didn't stand out as much. Um, Our tooth was kind of blending in with a lot of the other uh, two-dimensional teeth that were out there. I didn't feel like the tooth represented our community. It was really just something I liked back then that I didn't think it was a logo. So Mm -hmm. long story short, I said, let's go, let's do this. And she I told her I wanted to be different. I wanted to be ironic. I wanted to stand out, but it had to be a tooth. Mm-hmm. And she came back with this drippy Ken, a Kylie Jenner lip kit vibe tooth mm-hmm. that I was like, this is interesting. And at first she used the yellow, like gold as the drip. And I mm-hmm. hated it. Hated it. Yeah, because it looks tried- like pus, right? <laughs> yeah. I can have a tooth with pus on it. And like not being a dental person, like she didn't think that was gross. And I'm right. like, oh no, this is a bad decision. Like, what am I doing? I should have just kept to oh, my no. roots. And and yeah, so then um, we went through to like phase two, and I saw a version where she just had like purple on it, and it it like it felt right. So then yeah. I slept on it. I didn't give. I didn't talk to her for like two weeks because I didn't know. I wanted to go through all the emotions. And one day I hated it. One day I loved it. One day I was scared. One day I'm like, what am I doing? So after about two weeks, I looked at that tooth and I was obsessed with it. I like totally (laughs) fell in love with it. I wanted it everywhere. I wanted it more places than I wanted the gold tooth. Mm. And that's when I knew I'm like, this is a good choice because it was scary. It was like letting go of an identity 
we had a whole campaign called go to the or be the gold tooth be the gold tooth yeah or people that was one of my my first shirt was be the gold tooth and And then i like i stretched the shit out of it i like made it a shoulder like over the shoulder shirt that was my first dental hygienation shirt was be the gold tooth i love that shirt i still have that shirt too and that was like like letting go of that meaning but we needed to be different and the tooth that we used didn't have anything special that said it was a logo so we still were going to use that tooth but it was really something that i was not expecting to do that it's and it's always when you meet somebody they inspire you and they teach you you don't know what you don't know and she really yeah. opened my eyes of this whole new journey that last year i had no idea was going to go down and now I'm getting kind of excited again about my business that we have this new look and new colors. It's like I'm falling in love with dental hygienation all mm-hmm. over again. And I think that's also what I needed and I didn't know I needed. Um, just a refresh because I designed the last logo and it was kind of, it was you, okay. I mean, you design everything. <laughs> like I remember we were, when we were on our trip, you were doing an email and you were like in Photoshop, like you were Photoshopping your email or you oh, were yeah. creating your email, like every square. And I was like, have you not heard of Canva? Like, have you not? And you, you were like, I don't know how to use Canva. I was like, what? I'm like, have you, you not Photoshop, tried? You can use Canva. I was girl. like, have you not? At that point, like you hadn't started. Ha- Do you use Clavio now? I use Clavio and I still use okay. Photoshop. I still design all the emails. Uh, I hate That's Canva. Crazy. Well, I, I like Canva for social. I like Canva for different aspects of the business but I like to design the whole e-blast as one she instead does the of whole thing and I parts. sat there watching you in photoshop designing your email and I was just like and I'm gonna go to canva and I'm gonna I mean if you there's two <laughs> ways you can use times. canva there's the there's the like newbie way where you just like literally copy and paste a template and everyone knows it's from canva yeah or where you take elements and you change them and you add your own elements but you start with like the the you know the the meat and potatoes, but then you add to it. But I thought that that was really fascinating. I was watching yeah. you in Photoshop, like putting together, I don't know what was a Valentine's. I think it was Valentine's Day was coming up. You yeah, were like probably. already doing so your Valentine's January. Day stuff. Yeah. And, I, and we're both on our laptops. You're in Photoshop. I'm in Canva side by side before dinner. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, and I, I okay. love this because one of the things, and I, I just, I want to, I want to highlight something because you said it and you're absolutely right. You, you find those sources of inspiration and um, you said, I wanted to find something that was different, something that was ironic and something that stood out. And I think all too often when we talk about particularly marketing, um, you know, oftentimes people look at like what others are doing and they want to replicate, oh, if that's what somebody else is doing, then I'm just going to do that thing. And the idea being the the leaders, the ones who pave the way, they're the ones that say, I don't want to look like everybody mm-hmm. else. This is what I want to do. And so you've got your blinders up. But in addition to that, and I love that you said this too, you had to go through all of the emotions. And that's something that oftentimes um, I we ha- we're not, I mean- we're dental hygienists. We're not taught about how to own a business. Like we don't, we don't know anything about it, right? You just like dive in and figure it out as you go, but you have to go through those emotions. Um, I don't mean to say particularly women in business, but particularly when you're talking about a creative element in your business, there, there are moments when you look at, I'm sure Irene, you get this right. When you look at a deck, right. And you're just like, oh, this deck is crap. And then, and then you move <laughs> yeah. like one slide and then you're like, ah, now it all makes, now it's yeah, amazing. It. I just had to do that one little brush yes. stroke and it's good. So I, th- those are all things. This is the behind the scenes stuff that most people don't realize. They, they see it. They think you just hired somebody. 
the first you know time they nailed it they knocked it out of the park you paid them and you moved on and it's like no there is so much creativity and there's so much dynamic energy that goes into it and I I just I really love that and I want to honor you for that because that oh, thank you that's that's because part of the emotions I'm sure we've we've all been there part of the emotions is you know what screw it I'm just going to dissolve my business tomorrow yeah Nobody oh will yeah Nobody will how many times I'm, have we said that I mean oh my I mean, gosh I can go back to clinical hygiene it's like the blessing of clinical hygiene is you can go back to it and then the other blessing is if you just want to like get rid of everything you totally can like I'm that's yeah. it the LLC is closed. We're done. You know, I've but said you know that. I've said that. that to my team before. I was like, "Let's it. We're just gonna do a. Everything is free. Like, just give away. it all at We're zero dollars. Just pay your shipping. Get and rid like, of it. Toothpaste done. We're done. I'm done. I'm over it. It's done. Uh-huh. Like everyone gets free stuff. <laughs> like no more new products. No more new emails. Like. Instagram closed, like we're done. And they're like, no, I'm you tired. can sell it. I'm like, I don't even want to sell it. Like, I just want it done. Yeah. It's free. I just stop thinking. So, about like, it. The, yeah, there's just, there's so much. And I mean, like, there must have been a million stories. Like, you could probably write a really good book about all mm-hmm. of the stories of all of the things that have, like, let you down, like mm-hmm. products that come in not as you expected them to, and then you can't sell them and you're out money. Like, I'm, that happens to me. So I'm assuming it's happened to you because it's happened to everyone. And like, you know, um, do you listen to any podcasts? Like that was one of the questions is like any podcast do you listen to? I listen to the official Shopify podcast. I love oh, that I one. Love, love that one. I haven't checked into that one in a while. Um, let me look at my list. I'm a stock person that this is off topic of dentistry, but I love uh, Robin Hood snacks is one that oh, I cool. like. Mm. Okay. Um, I like, let's go to my list. Uh, the Shailene show. I recently just found her. She's a um, entrepreneur and she talks about how she handles entrepreneurship with an ADHD brain. So she's just oh, like real oh. casual and like really Writing open about her struggles. And so that yeah. was a fun one. Um, I I do listen to Call Her Daddy from Barstool. That's one of the we ones We do I like. too. <laughs> she's do you top. listen to Girls Gotta Eat? I do. That's another one. Okay. That's Katrina and I share a mutual love for Girls Gotta Eat. We would like to be them on stage. We actually got to do a live on stage for the first time and we were like like a mini Girls Gotta Eat with yeah. like, I don't know, a, like 150 people involved. in the audience. Yeah. So but cool. dentistry. It was like, Girls Gotta Eat Cavit. Girls, got, yeah. girls, got <laughs> girls Gotta Scale. Girls Gotta Eat Florida. Girls Gotta Scale. Yeah. But I'm a big book, book person. I have a couple and then another one would be resilient retail from Shopify but I like I I think when I get my education I do audiobooks more Mm -hmm. so than podcasts I think Mm -hmm. cool uh another question what's your biggest source of inspiration I'm assuming that this is coming from like a product development Mm -hmm. side like where do you how do you come up with your best ideas uh I think someone else actually wrote a question about that no no it's off topic um, yeah. What's your biggest inspir- yeah. source of inspiration? I get asked that a lot. And a lot of the times it, it, I always say it's always all around you, but usually it's, what do I want to wear? So like this shirt I'm wearing today, that's the, our head and neck anatomy. This, this, yeah. It, it was just, I was, I think it was a worksheet from school and I thought that would be really cool on a shirt. And then I put it in illustrator and kind of pick different fonts and I had to name all the, all the anatomy bones in there too so there's stuff like that um you know I guess music um music albums I think that's it's fun to see what big artists are doing and what trends are they doing and 
kind of take the more so like what what colors and fonts are trending and Mm. what vibes are they sending I think a lot of my inspiration comes from a a, it starts with a story and a message and then it come the the picture follows so um or or a shirt I'll see like oh that's a cute shirt and this one shirt I saw a girl wearing it was a cartoon version of a storefront in Florida so it had palm trees everywhere and it was super cartoony with bright orange and bright green and that's what gave me the inspiration for go to the dentist so Mm -hmm. I took uh, a dental operatory made it look cartoony added some fun 80s dental colors and it's and that's the go to the dentist sweatshirt so it's kind of seeing something inspiration starts from one thing but then you make it your own and it's kind yeah. of fun to kind of start something from nothing too. And Pinterest is a good one. Um, uh, for at the beginning, it was a lot of quotes, so I was doing a lot of typography in the beginning. So back in the day, I would just scroll through font books and be like, mm-hmm. "What font do I want to use for this tweet saying that I want to mm-hmm. put on a shirt?" Um, but it's it you gotta grab it everywhere, and I I have lists and lists and lists on my phone of I'll be walking down the street and. Some, something funny will come to my brain and I'll write it down. So it's it's a lot of the brain just constantly moving. I know Irene, we talked, you and I talked about having sticky notes next oh to gosh. our bed when we sleep and waking yeah. up in the middle of the night and writing things down. Um, I wrote on the wall with permanent yeah. marker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you remember? That's why that's why that wall got pla- painted black because I couldn't get the permanent <laughs> marker off of the wall. So then I was like, well, what's the next best thing? I'm like, I'm just gonna paint the wall black. Yeah. So it's just so always flowing I, in. Now yeah. I don't keep a permanent marker by my bed. I don't even know why that marker was there. Like it was just such a you bad idea. I was like, who does that? Yeah. I mean, I got. I had a great idea for Instagram today while I was face down and my massage. By the way, I wore your sweatshirt to my massage therapy. And she was just like, that is a cool sweatshirt. Where did you get it from? I'm like, so my friend Caitlin has a company called Dental Hygiene Nation. It was like the pitch just came out. If you go to my Instagram, there's a link in my bio. And it's just like <laughs> the funniest thing ever. But my massage therapist appreciated it. Um, yeah, because they get I, – I love talking muscles to my physical therapist because mine actually used to be – or so, sorry, she used to be a physical therapist, but she's a massage therapist now. So oh. it's so much fun to talk anatomy with her and yeah. she gets what I'm saying. But it's you're so right. Like inspiration comes from so many. So as I'm face down in this cradle, looking at my massage therapist's shoes that has like little poodle balloon animals on it. They're like the Todd's little pool. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? I'm just like looking at her shoes. I'm like, those are really cute. Like, I wonder if anyone's ever done like balloon animal dental things. And exactly. it's like, she's, she's pinching the nerve in my neck and I'm like borderline <laughs> in pain. And I'm like, ah, ah. And, I, and then, I, and then the brain. they're like, are those poodles. poodles on your shoes? And, and then I think about for some reason, everyone asks me about like neck problems and like my loops. I have so many different kinds of loops. Mm-hmm. And then people ask me how heavy are they? And I'm trying to describe them. So I came up with a whole Instagram campaign for yep. designs for vision on how I'm going to now use my loops and weigh them like I weigh my food with a quantifiable item like a can of pop or like a handful of almonds. So now you'll know that like your loops weigh 10 almonds and that all happened or what face therapy. down <laughs> literally face down ass up in a massage chair you know that is so funny because our loop strap doesn't work with some loops because they're too heavy and i mine. i have yet so to I, find so i i have to put a is. knot it's mine it's my loops i put a knot in them and there are other 
classmates of mine who have the same loops and it's a weight thing because I can take the strap off and put them on another pair and it doesn't do that. It's just, it's the ergo loops, um, but I can weigh them for you and tell you what the weight threshold is. It also has to do with what your magnification is because the magnification has a certain weight. So I put Mm. a, a knot in the back of it and then I tighten the knot when they're on my head. The only problem is if you forget when I go to take my loops off, they actually pull my head Ooh, forward. Yeah. But or they'll like rip it's out. A, yeah. But that's it. Yeah. That's the, that's the only thing The yeah. like, it depends on the w- weight of the loop, but I can tell you what that is. But I thought, I think that's really cool. Okay. Next question. Ready? Yeah. If you could travel back in time, what's one business tip you'd give younger you? Oh, mm. uh, get an accountant early on <laughs> all day long. Yes. I get an accountant early on. Or get a bookkeeper. It is somebody who knows how to use QuickBooks. <laughs> yeah, let them do and it. spreadsheets. Yep. 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 I it's I knew enough. I did it myself, and I had my cousin file my taxes early on. He was like a prior CPA, uh, but he was retired, and because I was doing the bookkeeping, you know, things weren't prepared as as much as he needed them, and it was just stress around tax season. And it's I finally got a professional accountant probably three years ago, and around tax season, I'm like all right, I'll sign the papers, just give them Mm -hmm. over to me. And I can tell me what I need to do. And I make better business decisions because the reports are always up to date. I never could pull a report when I was doing it myself because one day goes by and you aren't, you aren't calibrating your QuickBooks or reconciliating Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. It's not telling you the full picture of your business. So bookkeeper, find someone, it's probably like 20 bucks a month. It's worth the $20. And then you can work your way up to a professional accountant, but at least get a bookkeeper. So when you do go to H&R Block or accounting firm, everything is organized because you need to know the reports. Just saying. True. Someone else wrote, where do all your ideas for new products come from? But I guess you just answered them. They come from wherever the wind blows you. Yeah, whatever inspires Um, you. Yeah. What are your favorite... What are your, you know, this person is Canadian when they spell favorite with a U. Yeah. What are your favorite ways to drum up engagement? I'm assuming this is a social Ooh. media post. There's also another, you can answer these together. There's another one that says, how much time do you dedicate to your social media presence? Oh God. So Probably. I've seen you a lot on your Instagram recently, more so than I did before, because I know before you were kind of like the woman behind the scenes, but now you're, and I have a feeling this probably has something to do with your, your new peep. Um, but I see you in reels and I love it. Like you yeah. know, my favorite one, my recent one is like, Oh, what's that? Oh, look, it's a bitch. And yeah, you know, you're like, so your funny. loops on. I love that one. Yeah. Um, with TikTok, that was kind of, I, I, cause I, I'm a very private person. I'm introverted. I like to do more of the designing things. I, I like photography. So I was always behind the camera just because of that's what I like to do. So, um, that was a big, big change for me to have to start kind of changing with the times and doing the reels. And everyone's always been saying like, we, they want to know you, they want to know you. And I started DHN because of, I, I wanted a DHN for me when I was in hygiene school. So Mm -hmm. this was never for me to show the world. I wanted to give DHN to everybody else that I wasn't, didn't want to be the center of the mission. So but back to your question, in an eight-hour day, I don't not that I work eight hours, but if I had to say an eight-hour day, I would say six of those hours goes into Instagram. Whether I'm answering yeah. an email about Instagram, whether I'm jotting down an idea about Instagram or thinking of what's the next content idea, I would say 
majority of my day consists of Instagram, planning, messaging, like monitoring, analyzing. And it's, it's really insane. Um, but yeah. it's, it's our, they say but that's pick where one sales plat- come from. It's, yeah, yeah. I you mean, pick if, one if platform you look- and you run with it and that's just, you know, that's where we spend the bulk of our time. Cause that's where we engage with our customers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there your fa- what are your favorite ways to engage to or to what was that question sorry My what favorite is humor favorite ways to drum up engagement Just sarcastic like humor stuff. all day long that's all me we're we're starting to add more educational stuff coming soon um but I when I was uh practicing hygiene I would always have these non PC things pop in my head that it's like the thing you think about, but you can't say, you out, can't loud, say it out loud and you have to say yeah. it out loud around the certain types of people. Like luckily I had a couple girls in hygiene that got my humor and we would, you know, talk the shit behind the scenes and, you mm-hmm. know, the, like the calc that your professor swears they find and you're like, okay, no. what calc did you find? Uh, so like stuff yeah. like that. And it just brings everyone together because we're all thinking about it, but mm-hmm. humor is definitely my favorite thing to engage with our followers. That's cool. Cool. Um, do you work with a lot of modeling agencies? Oh, to pose your new products. I guess your Instagram is, I don't know. Has it, it's changed. I know it's changed. Now I'm pulling up your Instagram. I know. Yeah, are so there different faces? Are there, there are. different peeps? There are a couple of couple face, new faces. Um, we used to do, uh, Courtney used to, be a model she was our yes. product manager so she was an in-house girl um and then prior to that a couple of our packaging team they were our models so we've always used you basically just grab who's around yeah like you, girls that like, were just i don't think people realize that like you just like hey you're free yeah. i need can you just sit there for like two seconds yeah. like hold this coffee cup you look cute yeah. <laughs> um and same thing now um our uh the girl that helps me with sh- social she um, she'll put out feelers. She lives in San Diego. So she's like, is anyone in the area that wants to help out? Um, but our goal is to really reach out to hygienists in San Diego uh, coming soon. So I'd rather do realistic. You know, I don't think, especially now, models, you, you know, content's so raw anymore that mm-hmm, I'm, yeah. I yeah. would rather not use a professional model. I don't think it needs to look so curated and perfect. I want it to look real and natural and casual because that's us, yeah. that's hygienists. And I want to be relatable. And also media is so fast now. Yeah. Like we all know about fast fashion. Like we see the trends. um, And for, for medium, small to medium sized businesses, like where you're putting your money, if you're like spending tens of thousands of dollars in like curated fashion shoots with a variety of models and like, you know, you know, the the whole like spending the budget on the one day with the coffee cart and the stuff like that's just not that's not a good use of resources no, anymore. It used to be because you would mm-hmm. like bulk shoot one event, you'd use that for like six months and then bring it back the next year. But now like trends change so fast. Oh god, yeah. And like leggings were so fashionable last year and now it's all high-waisted mom jeans like yeah you the photo shoot that you did the photo shoot that we we did a photo shoot kind of collaboratively with some of our peeps in jamaica like even those photos like as beautiful as they are like that trend is the the trend of like the ice cream shots with it melting down your wrist like that's over like nobody's doing that anymore Mm -hmm. so cool interesting and we we Uh, change shirts in our 
March changes so fast too. So mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we do a photo shoot. Um, we call them mini shoots like per month that we create content. So they're not even, it's purely for Instagram. So a lot of it is actually taken on an iPhone. Um, mm. And that's, I mean, it's raw. And that's what I prefer too. I mean, iPhone 13s cool. are like amazing right now. I know. They're like, yeah. the cinematic the videos. Yeah. Like you could, sh- I've seen some like really, I follow, like, I like to watch a lot of like YouTube content creators. Um, I see some like these YouTube videos are like shot on an iPhone and I was like, this is like, I could pay money to go into a movie theater and mm-hmm. watch this. Like this is insane. The cinematic. Yeah. Um, How big is your team? Your team grew. You got a yeah. new space. Can we talk about your new space? Absolutely. I love my space, which I'm actually, um, the team's getting smaller again though. So what? For good no so, way. It's crazy. So I'll, I'll give you a little timeline. So in the beginning, it was me. Then I hired Brittany. Um, she and then I hired Courtney in the same year. So Brittany, me, so Gr- what, Brittany, what Courtney. were their official roles? Um, Brittany came on as marketing. Uh, she has a communications degree, and she, um, she, her and I became friends the year prior to her working with me. And she would every time I'd tell her what I did or what I was doing, she'd be like, "Can you tell me more?" what do you what is that like she was just really interested and then I uh I took her out to happy hour one night and I had a little powerpoint presentation on my my ipad to see (laughs) if she was interested in working with me and I wanted to be somewhat professional but you know here's what we do here's our mission like will you take this leap with me and and she did and she's been with me ever since so she's still with me today and Courtney is um Courtney is actually going back to school. So Courtney is leaving the team this year. Um, She's finishing her bachelor's full time, but I'm super excited for her. She'll probably end up coming back, um, but she's going to intern some other places and kind of get some outside experience to see if what she wants to do in business. So she was our product manager. So she was doing a lot of product development. She is queen at shopping. Like if you want something, she will find it in the color in eight different colors that you want. You want it in velvet. She got it. So she really helped me bring up, um, find accessories. Like she really grew our accessories department. Um, so she was great. And then we did have a team of shippers, uh, or packagers we'll call them. So we used to ship everything out of the office in Carnegie, uh, and near Pittsburgh PA and orders were getting, we couldn't get orders out as fast as an Amazon. So that was meeting demand oh. of timing. Um, uh, I newly Amazon, let's not say, yeah. let's not say the A word yeah. on so air. So I, my accountant really helped me think about this. She's like, I know you want to keep control and, you know, a lot of business, you know, my dad's a big believer of, you know, keep as much in-house as you can. But when it's in a small business, there's a time where you have to outsource experts because you don't have enough bandwidth or capital to grow that department efficiently. So if I was going to keep doing shipping in-house, I'd have to invest in it. And Mm -hmm. it just wasn't advantageous for us at that time. So we did have a a team of three packagers. And then we recently, last year, we uh, partnered with a warehouse. And now they take care of our shipping um, so we're in a warehouse with other um, apparel brands, brands. So we share a shipping team. So it's a lot more, they're experts and they know shipping. I don't have to. And that's, I call them. Honestly, and that's for the, it's for the best is. though, because it yes. frees up. Yeah. D- doesn't it, that, don't you feel like yeah. you have more time? I mean, how many fires were you probably putting out? Uh, you oh, know, that was just the other, by, yeah. Oh, but I, was, I remember the story you told me. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's like, do you oh remember the story you told me about? 
the person you had a person that you had hired that was just like not doing her job but she was yes. working things as fulfilled do you yes. remember that so there's <gasps> I get this no. I get a message point, I get actually. a message from Caitlin she's like I'm losing my mind I'm like what's wrong she goes I don't know like this person that worked for me was I don't know what she was doing all day long but she like would mark orders as fulfilled and then it would archive them Oh. And then people were sending messages saying, I never got my order. And then like, you know, in the in the like business world, like you actually don't know if people didn't get their orders or they got them and they just like want you to like refund them or send them more. And yeah. then you realize that this person was just like literally snoozing on the job. Like how many orders? I don't even know uh, how many orders. Yeah. Story time real you quick. <laughs> so what happened with that? I don't even know the ending to that story. That was she. I well, so I know. I, I'm assuming I know how it ended, but <laughs> I brought her on as operations manager because, like I like you said, like putting the fires out every single day. I couldn't. I had to make products. If we're not having products. I don't have anything to ship. So I took this right. leap and I hired an operations manager that manages the two packagers. And it was everything was great. I, it was amazing. She was a leader. She was a team player. She'd cut, she'd report to me with issues from the packaging team where she was the middle man that I only had to talk to one person instead of both of them. Um, it was great. And I felt like I was getting so much done. Then COVID hit. And so I had mm. to, um, pause. So she was shipping everything herself. So she was the only one in the, in our office shipping packages and, she was okay with it. And she, I was like, are you sure you need help? We did at that time. We didn't know what COVID was. If I should be in there with her, we try to do one person in the office per day, um, to limit obviously contact exposure. And Brittany started calling me and saying like, this is weird. This tracking number says it's been shipped, but it hasn't been moving. And then another email came in and then another email came in. And luckily that night, um, I pulled Shopify and luckily, somehow I found the orders because the next I found about fifty. So she not just ba- did she just batch crazy. them in one batch? I guess that would have been that would have been nice because with Shopify you can only create so many like orders at a time. So if she just batched them all in the same batch, then it's like perfect. Like find the first one, find the last one. Right. And it's, it's that really what was what it was. It was a couple pages Fuck. of orders, and then I went in the next day. You gave her a chance to explain herself and she dead ass lied to me. And when I said, you know, what are these orders? She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And customers were really pissed off at that time. And I always asked her if she needed help and everything in Shopify is timestamps. So I knew when she logged from the minute she logged in, I knew exactly what she clicked on and every little bit of her trail. And Long story short, I had to let her go because I do not tolerate lying. I, you know, I'm, I can tolerate mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. But the minute you lie to me and you – the other kicker was she – they were shipped and archived, right? Which, Irene, I know you know that. And then the, when I got there, within two minutes, they were unarchived. So she knew oh, something that's was that's amazing. Up. What did she do with all the shipping <laughs> labels? Because it, it prints the shipping labels automatically. And like it prints – if you have it set up the way I think you have it set up, like it will print your your um, packing slips like as soon as they you They were click. in like a folder and then there was uh, – so Courtney and I – so after I let her go, Courtney and I had to do recon and like where is everything? We didn't know what was shipped because something could have been shipped. It just hasn't been scanned yet that we didn't want to ship it again, assuming that it mm. wasn't shipped. So we had what that issue too. Like what labels 
or are the labels here? Do they need reprinted? So it took us about two weeks to get everything reorganized <sighs> and back on track. <sighs> and um, and that could be like thousands, that is thousands of dollars of merchandise that's like, like if, even if you're like average cart value is $50, whatever. And that's 50 orders. That's $2,500 of merchandise that and you customers oh like waiting and it was embarrassing yes. you know it's it was it was and it was very scary because I had I loved this person like we had we her and I would go on hikes together her, like we we bonded really well I looked up to her she had such great leadership qualities and then this person lied behind did my you, back did you think she just got so overwhelmed and like didn't know how to tell you no, I like, think has it, she, has she ever really told you the truth in the end. No, because she's still trying to reach out and be my friend afterwards. And I had to say, like, I had to stand my ground and say, like, I don't yeah. tolerate anyone that lies to me, especially my business. No. If yeah. you're going to lie to me, I don't, I'm not going to be able to trust you. It's not going to be a fun friendship ever because I'm going to be scared. Thanks. So, yeah. um, so she you was found the, the labels eventually in a folder somewhere. Yeah, we found all the labels. And that's when I said, I'm not, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I, Hiring was super scary. I didn't think I didn't feel confident hiring another operations manager. I that's when I, I I need a warehouse. So then I would get this whole package of awesome shipping awesomeness so that I wouldn't have to hire an operations manager that manages two shippers and I have to hire and manage mm-hmm. those shippers. So do they do they get your do they like they'll package in your packaging because I I I I mean I order stuff from you all the time. It doesn't to me. It doesn't look like it's done by anybody other than you. Like the same love and care goes into that package that when you would send it to me. Yeah. So, so right like, now we don't have any branded um, packaging. I think it's back to just like it's a sparkly. Oh, is it sparkly? It's sparkly. It's gold. Do we have I some gold it was sparkly. stuff? So. Yeah, they I get to send them all the the packaging that I want, and they check in with me. So it's they basically work um, our our liaison that works there. I feel like he's part of the team because we're we're on the phone with him all day long. So it's they are. I highly recommend hiring an expert because your customers need taken care of, and that was what was best for my customers. Our orders ship the same day most of the time. Um, we did have some COVID issues, um, which is nice. They're fully regulated. They're fully insured. They have, they know how to handle all of that big, crazy, scary legal stuff too. So um, I know their packages are also paid more than a small business might be able to afford. So then that's nice too. It, it's it's truly all around, I think, a better better way of doing business. And that's where okay, most e-commerces last- do too. Mm-hmm. One last question from Instagram. Yeah. What's the weirdest slash funniest DM you've received? Oh, God. Honestly, people send us sexual, like, mm. memes all the time. Like, <laughs> I can't think of one directly, but they'll be like, oh, my God, this is so funny. You should post about it. And it's the most raunchy dental pun really? I have ever read. And then we get them all the time. <laughs> We're like... No. no way. <laughs> That's not really on brand. Like that is off brand. Yeah. But yeah. dental like you I, your your stuff is, is is punny. Your stuff is awesome. Like I I love the new I love your new like taking pop culture and turning mm-hmm. it into a dental meme. Yeah, like those are the, fun. the one like the the one of Rihanna with the purple blazer. Yes. Call me CFO Chief Floss Officer. Love that I saw one. that. I was like, I love that one. Like yeah. I love that whole that whole 
thing. Yeah, like, memes are my it, thing. Whenever I see those, those make me those make me laugh. And I can totally see that it's you behind that. I'm like, yeah. that's Caitlin. Oh yeah. I can see you, Caitlin. I see you in my in my in my feed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's one thing I, I don't love think it. I'll ever let go is the memes. Katrina, do you have one last question before we, we do the thing? I do have one last question. And I I'd I'd love to hear what is a typical day what does a typical day look like for you? Changes every day. So I work um so on Mondays I do different things each day. That's how I've found that it works for me. So Mondays I do my one-on-ones with the team. I check in. I found that's very, very necessary um, to keep in touch now that we work more remote too. Tuesdays is kind of like the overflow day. I schedule meetings with the social team or if there's uh, a new collaboration we're working on, I'll put that meeting on a Tuesday. Wednesday today is when I do all my marketing. So that's when I'm planning and designing the e-blast and I'm putting things on the story. Um, so it's like today I did the Black History Month story on there. And Thursdays is make sure the marketing campaign runs on the email. Um, and then Thursday afternoons is also kind of a, a spot that I fill for meetings. And then Friday I film TikToks and Reels. It's like all content on Fridays. So wow, a lot of my I days are that. consisted of meetings now more than ever. So that's where Wednesday is my day to have fun and design. That's my favorite day of the week. I, I love, love that. that. I love that's, that. I love that journey really awesome. for you. Yeah. And so it sounds like perhaps you're going to be hiring some new peeps. Are you looking for? We'll need a product some new manager. Pro- so, uh, so to fill Courtney's <laughs> I position, can send you, I can send you some of the resumes from the Indeed ad that I posted for Tooth Life. There's like 200 applicants. What did you? you what can, was your position per product? Uh, so we're looking for a brand manager. So I have Sylvia. So mm-hmm. Sylvia is just like overwhelming. Yeah. Over overwhelming. We've got like a part-time packager who's doing most of our packaging in the evening. So she's in school during the day. So she's packaging from like three o'clock until like eight p.m. every oh, wow. day. Um, and uh, yeah. So we're we need we need some more creativity on the on yeah. the new brand development side and I feel that I mean tooth tooth life has been really quiet for the last um four to five months because we've got some stuff in the works yeah um but uh yeah so there's always the quiet before the yeah. something the is happening so oh yeah if, the if, busyness, I've got a bunch I've got a bunch of resumes it. um if if you if you want uh sharing is caring but let yeah. me find one first. Okay. Yeah. What <laughs> so are what are you help? hiring for officially? Dental peeps, if you're listening to this, if um, you know somebody, I will dental hygienist is looking for. I actually, okay, so a couple things on the horizon. I, I am looking for a dental hygienist in San Diego to help with our photo shoots. Um, Perfect. So you can DM us or email our customer service and we'll put you in the right, right place. Uh, we don't have any photo shoots scheduled as of right now, but in the next few weeks, uh, we will need St. Patrick's Day. So like I said, we do those monthly. We'd love to get um, some peeps to help with that. And we'll be looking for regional sales representatives to help with getting us at the annual sessions for each state's uh, Dental Hygiene Association. So that's something I'm excited to expand. Awesome. Um, so if you're look- interested in doing some sales stuff on the weekends, that's super fun. And also the product manager is going to be our big hire for this year. So you'll be creating and researching and developing all of the DHN products. And it it is always super cool if I can get someone into industry because you understand the customer. Um, If you have a creative side open to all experience levels. 
cool amazing amazing yeah awesome well katrina caitlin tis time do you know what time it is caitlin do you remember what time it is is it tooth or dare time (laughs) she got all nervous saying it she's like into her shell now (laughs) tis the time tis the time at the end of every episode where katrina and i do a rock paper scissors um, and the loser goes up against you. You choose either to accept or dish a tooth or a dare. Love it. Um, and uh, as we warm up our fingers, our fulcrum fingers for the rock, paper, scissors, the rest of you peeps need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genus. And of course, you need to follow Dental Hygiene Nation, DHY Nation, and Caitlin as well, uh, R D H T O C. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'll link all that stuff below. So hit a follow. And also your tick your your um your Twitter. Are you still doing oh, dental yeah. hygiene problems? Yeah, I yeah? do. I don't okay, think cool. that'll so, ever go away. Not as much as I used to, but I, I hop on there every once in a while. Okay. Dental hygiene problems on, on Twitter too. Cool. Okay, here we go. I like it. Oh, okay. Me too. Ready? I don't no, I, no, I don't, no. I don't, you, you're, okay, you can, you can call. You call us in. I think she was like literally throwing gang signs at me. Irene. Okay. All right. Ready? Let's go. Ready. Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh my scissors. god. We always do Rock, this. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Irene. That was, that was a delay. I think you cheated. Okay. One more time. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, she beat me. I beat you. I beat you. It is up to you. And Caitlin, Caitlin, would you like to accept or dish? That's the first question. Cool. So I would so if, be if you accept a tooth. A, a, if you accept a tooth, Katrina's going to ask you something really steamy right now on the air, something provocative, ooh. as she says. If you accept a dare, it is she done got, in video like format. That. She's like, oh. Usually, it's it's a TikTok or a reel of sorts, and then it gets posted to social media, and then we share it all amongst all of our oh. things. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, you can either accept or or Katrina. This also falls on Katrina. If you don't you want to accept, out. then you can yes. you could you could dish it out to her. I think I did truth last time, so I'm gonna do a dare. No, oh, just skipping right to the. Oh, she's Katrina, gonna you do got it. this girl. You got this girl. <clears throat> you got it, girl. All right. So here's make her do. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, have you heard the song? Uh, Let me borrow that top. Maybe. No. Okay. There's a what song it? by the, it's called Let Me Brow That Top. So here's what we're going to do. Irene is involved in this too. How did I get roped in? I this won. Is, get, get, Irene. So here's what we're going to do. The three of us are all going to film videos <gasps> of us oh, dancing this. in the skull top. No, you know, I have a better idea. You know what we should do? We should do a transition video. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so we do it. Yeah. Where are you? Yes. Yeah. Let's oh, do the oh, transition oh, 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 where oh. you pull your shirt off. Have okay. you done that before? Yeah. So put on your sweater and then pull your shirt off and then pass it to the camera. And then the next person will grab it from the camera and then throw it on. Oh, and cute. then pull it off and pass it to cute. the next person. Yep. Let's do that. Let's That's do that. That's what we're doing. We're going to do it. We're going to film our I think that would look really cute. Let's do that. Love that journey for us. Do you love us. this yeah. journey for us? I love it. I love so this cute. journey for us. So, so um, 
If you guys want to just do that on your own and send it yeah. to me, I can edit it. Or, I mean, Caitlin, you're like an editing queen too. Oh, Irene, come on. You're the editing, qu- editing queen I mean, of video. We could, we could I, do that I'm too. like, I was so hoping like- you would make it first so I could see how you did it. And then. <laughs> Let's I do it that way. So yeah, let's totally do, do that all the time. Because I'm like, wait, how do they do that? And I like watch it a million times. So yeah, so you I just wear have to this. Over, you have to then... overlay. I'll do a screen recording of myself doing it. Okay, yeah. and then that I'll do that. Send the do screen that recording to the rest you. of the class, please. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll I do like it. it. All right. All right. How I got roped into it, I don't know, but I'll do it because <laughs> this is kind of cute. This is really cute. I love it. It's gonna be great. And we're gonna do that with our. We're gonna do that with our anatomy. Our anatomy top. Okay. Yeah. Done. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of the Truth or Dare podcast. Caitlin, I love you. Long love time. You miss you so much. Thanks miss for having face. me. I, I was so excited Thanks. to get on the pod tonight. And and great we didn't even talk about the subscription box at all. Oh, I think that's okay. going to be a part three next time. Yeah. Stay tuned. Okay. That's good. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. Peeps. And we're back from the flippity flip. From the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On on the opportunity to be from. We are we are compensating <laughs> from the flippity flip to become a better version to of the flippity flip. Over index yes. our opportunities yes. to explore. Yes. The flippity flip. There it is. Sum equals flippity flip. Um, Do you think people actually listen all the way through to us I bantering hope not. about the I really hope flip? Not. I really I, I think if you're still listening, this is concerning. You. But we, I do love you, but I'm yeah. concerned. I think we both don't really understand if it's from or to or from whatever the flippity flip is. But it's fun just trying yeah. to figure it out. I, like I don't it. ever want to figure it out, I think. I don't either. I want it to be uncertain. I, I like guess. discovering. Yeah. yeah. Discovery is great. Yes. It humbles us, I feel. It does. It really does. Well, we, we so thank good. you very much, Caitlin, um, from Dental Hygienation yes. for, for being on the pod. We know how busy you are, but it's always nice to connect. And hopefully mm-hmm. um, we will see her at one of the RDH events, RDH Under yes. One Roof, ADHA. Are you, ADHA. Are you speaking at any of those Opportunities. I'm speaking. I'm speaking at RDH Under One Roof, and okay. I think the lumber and I are going to ADHA. Fabulous. Well, we will yeah, see. Yeah, he's that. a big whiskey drinker. Oh so, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think he's going to go and zip around the bourbon trail while while you and I zip around the wine bars. Well, there. this gentleman <laughs> is also going to be coming, so maybe <gasps> they can zip around together. Oh my gosh, we gonna, how cute is that? They we were going like to rent a, a car romance. and just like do our thing whenever we had some some opportunities and he hates coming to trade shows. And I don't say he hates it. He's just not as yeah, enthusiastic as I am. And I'm like, well, let's go to this booth. Let's go there. And he's just like, He's like, really, Irene? We have to. (laughs) I'm picturing him like carrying all of your swag bags and like, really? Can I just go back up to the room? Usually there's a tripod in his hand. I'm like, can you hold this and like take (laughs) take a photo of me from here, from this angle? Can you just like do that? Yeah, he didn't mind it so much when that opportunity took him all the way to Singapore. But then when it's like a local thing, he's like, do I have to come? When it's Kentucky, he's like, I don't know. So maybe we'll figure that out. (laughs) Anywho. All right, peeps. Thanks again for tuning in to another lovely episode of the Tooth of Your Podcast. Make sure to check out Katrina's new podcast. Where can they find it? Um, so you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. All of the, all of the, the major same places you listen to publishing us. items. And what days and do you release? Do you have a day? 
Stay tuned. I don't Stay know. Stay tuned. She doesn't know yet. She's figuring <laughs> her shit know. out. We don't and know. And follow our, our, at toothordare.podcast to watch this dare to go down of all of us switching out yes. our sweatshirts. I know. I'm fun. excited. It'll be fun. Woohoo. Okay. Bye. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. Cheers.